is a dentist with too much time on his hands and too much recording equipment in his basement. Armed with an obsession to bring entertaining and informative content to the dental world in a way that's never been done before, I give you the Alan Mead Experience. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Alan Mead Experience. My name is Alan Mead. I'm your host. I'm a dentist, podcaster, and tiny dancer. Uh, I would like to introduce you to my co-host today, someone who I've known for a long time. I've known him before I was podcasting, all this stuff. We have with us today the one and only Dr. Ryan McCall. Ryan, how are you doing? Good. How are you, bud? I'm doing really good. It's it's very fun to have you on the show because, like, you and I have been kind of tight, like, for a, a long time. Yeah, like, back, in, back when... Yeah. Every like years. Facebook didn't really exist, and Dental Town was the only thing. And yeah, exactly, right. I was still in dental school, so it's you were still in dental while. school. I know, isn't that crazy? So, and now you're 75 years old. And I'm an old man, <laughs> still alive. It That's is, some it is funny. Intro music too, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm very proud of that. Very proud. Did of you that. play guitar on that? Yeah, yeah. I do. I, there's an extended version where I do like a 20 minute solo. <laughs> That's it's really, awesome. It's really good. <laughs> Do you yeah. play Freebird? Yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. <laughs> so uh, I, it is. It's funny because, um, like Facebook is the new Dental Town, kind of right. Like that. Yeah. I mean, it is, Dental Town is still Dental Town, and I, I still go over there a little bit. But, but for whatever reason, maybe because Facebook is like uh, a lot of people Facebook's are already there. Huge. Yeah, well, people yeah. are already there. Maybe I don't. I don't. It's, I, I don't even want to like dig in and make it even feel bad about Dental Town. But like. Like the fact of the matter is, most people are already kind of there, showing pictures of their food and their children and their oh, pets. Yeah. So lo and behold, you know, th- pictures of teeth Vacations. and stuff is not a huge stretch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Vacations, exactly. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean Facebook rules, I and mean, it's the biggest thing, so it's doing very well. You Facebook has done. You, you've so done all right by Facebook, is what I understand. Yeah. We're getting there, but you guys are doing awesome. I'm hyped for you. I, I check your site a lot, and I really enjoy reading Dental Hacks, so it's been nice. Yeah, it's it's the Dental Hacks Nation is um like it started yeah. out as this thing, and now it's uh, like here. Okay, let me just tell you. I had some <laughs> first off, um, Howard Goldstein from <laughs> Dental Town. I now feel his pain because mm-hmm. like I get a lot of private messages of people complaining about stuff on the Dental Hacks Nation. What <laughs> what they don't realize is I don't care. I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I really don't want people to threaten each other. And like, I don't want like bomb threats and violence that, that I'm not really down with, but I'm, I'm very That's libertarian about this, except, okay. except I get a lot of complaints and, and I, really? uh, yeah, Over service? yeah, stuff that stuff That's that, I mean, a lot of people want to want me to bag on Maudi. A lot of people want me to, uh, there's uh, really, he's hilarious. He, he's fine. <laughs> he's harmless for crying out loud. It is, that it's guy. amazing that people kind of don't realize that. You don't have to read everything, and you certainly don't have to respond to everything. I know. On that's the, the problem with Facebook, man. We get that a lot with our site, too. It's like we'll get a bad review, and patients have never even came in. So it's anonymous, and a lot of people complain. It is so It is a Google, bit of a problem, right? It's a, it's a bit I of a know, problem man. because they – Do you know what your Google review rating is? Yeah, it's it's like – I think it's 4.8. Okay. So mine's like 4.1, but Facebook is 3.8. So what's that tell you? <laughs> But you know, I, the Google complain. review thing is funny because I'm convinced that Google reviews mean one thing for people in a in a place with a population over 
70,000. Yeah, and they mean sure. another thing for a population the less than medium that. income. Yeah, it didn't work very well for us. But like I saw that the other day and it was a 3.8 for Facebook. And I was like, wow, people complain about a free service. So <laughs> I know, I know, right? It's like, and it's people. I think it's like you don't get a lot of older people doing that. But now, Basically, anytime anyone is uh, is dissatisfied with anything, they can take to the which is fine. You know what? It's I think what happens is a lot of times dentists take it super personally when they get something negative. I've run it's into it a bunch of times. Oh, it for is sure. Yeah. Eventually, you just stop caring, though. I think I've had some nasty reviews because do a lot of dentures, <laughs> and I had, a, I had a case in Colorado find me in Indiana and leave like the worst review possible. I love I just, that. Now, yeah, I freaking <laughs> love that. That's hilarious. I mean, like, like they, 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 they're mad enough. They're mad enough. I know that, that I they're going to find you in Indiana phone. from Colorado. I would find yeah. you anywhere. I like that. There was a replacement set of dentures, and I refunded him and sent him to a prosthodontist, and he still left me like the worst review ever. Seven years later, and Google <laughs> and Google won't take it down. So I'm like, I'm I'm not paying for AdWords ever again. It is. I mean, it's. Did you ever? Yeah, I do. Like, and that's really the only thing you can do with Google. It's like the only Google has pretty much ultimate power. So they're huge too, though. I mean, Google, Facebook, YouTube. That's about it. I I'm just I I find it funny that that um, dentists feel like they have to have a lot of directions on this stuff, like. Like, yeah. I understand because it isn't if you're not if you don't use the sites if you don't use the services very much it's not necessarily intuitive you know if you're not yeah. on if you're not on um but I do feel like like there's a ton of there's a ton of people that want to take advantage of dentists in experience with this sort of thing and 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 I I hesitate to let people do that because the most important thing on these things that. is that you're authentic like like it would be the best would be if someone sees your website or sees your Facebook page and has a feeling sure. about what your office is going to be like instead of what right your away. social media dude has been putting up there or whatever. I, I worry about that a little. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, Al, I got an assistant here for an interview. Sure. Can you pause it for one second? Of course and then I'll I can. Come back. Of course. Okay, sorry, bro. Give me one second. Yep. Okay, it appears that we are now recording again. We were talking. Okay, about, awesome. we were talking about Facebook, so I'm just thinking to myself. Yeah. We sort of wrapped it up, basically. Sorry, buddy. No, Is that the first time anybody's ever had to step out to like interview an assistant? Yeah, I hope that I hope that the interview went well. <laughs> oh yeah, she was awesome. It was so, uh, uh, it was a very quick interview. I have to say, it did not take yeah, very long. That's the way to go. So is it that you just know? Um, sometimes, yeah. Or is it just that you chew up assistants like like uh, uh, and spit them out uh, that quickly? No, we interview a lot, so we're pretty particular about what we look for. So. You know, it's love at first sight. It is. I mean, you know, I'm a horrible hirer. That's not quite true. I, I can't even say I'm a horrible hirer for the sheer fact I don't hire very often. Like I've, yeah. so I've ha- I haven't had a ton of staff turnover, but I am also the guy who will stick with a team member that I shouldn't stick with because. I'm oh, just, really? Yeah, and and that's that's a strength. I know that you you have a strength on on when it when it's not working, you take care of business. Yeah, we finally have like an amazing staff though. So that's I'm great. Not too worried. Going for it, yeah, finally. So we went through a lot because I think I was what, like your second podcast or third? Yeah, yep. Was on Lance the dental hacks? You were, I think one? you were that you were like the third. We had Lance Timmerman, and I think Lance we had Mark. First. Yeah, Lance was first. I know. I'm sorry about that, man. So, that's all right. I think, and then I think Mark Jackson was second, <laughs> oh, and then it was it. you. Oh, yeah, which awesome. is which is sad. I mean, he's he's, he's awesome guy, passed away though. last year, but yeah, we got him on the show. It's pretty great. So yeah, and then it was you. Yeah, he did some really nice work. Yeah. 
He's a good guy. Right on. Well, that's cool, man. I'm glad you guys are doing so well. Yeah, you're, yeah, it you're is. Tell, you're like famous, dude. Internet famous. You're Very like best kind. That, I know we were talking about it earlier, but you're like the Howard Stern of dentistry, Alan. I have a lot less topless women in my studio. Like, um, don't get don't get a big head, dude. Uh, for small people, okay. <laughs> my studio is not as cool as his either. I'm literally sitting in an unfinished basement, surrounded by blankets and pillows. <laughs> I'm so in a van down by the river. I, I might as well be in a van. Yeah, exactly. That'd be Jason Luckfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Shout out to Jason. Hi, Jason. So, okay, so you are, you're in Indiana right now. Yes. You have yeah. multiple practices around the Indianapolis area. Is that right? Um, yeah, we're starting to branch out a little bit sure, more. Sure. Mm-hmm. But we, our main center is our headquarters is in Indianapolis. Okay. So, okay. So you and I have talked about this, and I, I actually talked about this on the Dental Hacks last week, I think. <laughs> and um, like, I have. It's really funny. You're going to be able to prove me wrong on this, but like, I of course have a background with uh, with opiates. I I was a, I had a problem with drugs. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm doing fine with it now, but. I have this tendency to be really skeptical towards people talking about the opioid epidemic only because oh, really? I feel like yeah, I feel well, I, I'm not skeptical that people have a problem with opiates. I'm skeptical that that I that people oh, that think that, that the solution is as simple as everyone likes to think that it is. But yeah. I will tell you this, like when I hear people say, oh, once they can't get it from their doctors, they go to heroin. And I have yes. to say, I don't I haven't seen that, but it may oh, just be because well, I, maybe true. that's not such a big thing where I am or. Uh, or what? Uh, no, it's huge in Michigan too. It's probably just your patient base, man. Sure. If you did a lot of dentures, I bet you'd see a ton of it. Well, I, I'm interested. So, what 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 have you seen? Like you've been you've been doing dentures for a while, so you've seen this yeah. whatever population base you're thinking. What what are you seeing? Like what's how do you know? And and what do people talk about? I'm very interested uh, to hear this. Right now, we'll see a lot of suboxone or they'll be in a methadone clinic, and I'll have to call their doctor and kind of get pre authorization before we do a big surgery. Mm-hmm. So. It is it is insane. It wasn't like this in Colorado, so we moved here, and I've just seen it like explode the last couple of years. Okay, so well, that when you say suboxone methadone, so that's that's how you know there's a problem because people are are on a um, they call that a harm reduction. So in other words, instead of actually being fully abstinent, they're doing they're doing the thing where they take a medicine that will. It, it, it'll kill the cravings for you know, and so they can try and live a normal life. I'm assuming that's what they're doing. Yep, and the state's building a ton of methadone clinics, so we're a little bit further ahead than Illinois because they're so broke. But I think you'll probably see, gosh, I bet they'll build 20 methadone clinics next year. So, I mean, it is, it is an epidemic. There's an NPR podcast, um, and they went to southern Indiana, mm-hmm. and they um, interviewed a bunch of people who were addicted to Opana, which is even stronger. I don't even think they like make it anymore. It's so strong. Um, it's really interesting. Also, well, is, Op- is Opana is Opana like a pharmaceutical? I guess I haven't heard. I of think that. it is. Yeah, okay. but then somehow put it. It sounds in like some kind of peanut butter snack. I'm not going to lie to you. Probably <laughs> I mean, it's not a peanut butter snack. It's okay. crazy. So, and then I've got a couple of younger assistants, and they said it's just so popular in high school. And I was like, oh my god, in high school? Like, is that not like the scariest thing ever? It is. It is scary. They said it's more popular than like other things. So, we, I mean, which kills me because like when when you I mean when I think of high school drug use, I tend to think of marijuana because it was easy. It, I mean, I wasn't into that in high school, but I know that it was easy to get pretty much everywhere. And shoot, now half, more than half the country it's 
it's legal for medical and quite a bit of recreational. So it, it doesn't have the stigma that it used to have. But exactly. in certain areas, it doesn't matter. That's not what it is. And I, I do have to say, I, I know how being high on opiates is a whole different ball of wax. It's uh, for people who opiates are their thing. It's really their thing. Like they're, really? they're I mean, it's their brain is sort of like when it I was in, okay, when I was in treatment, when I was in treatment, I really had this thing is really funny. Like when you don't know anything. You categorize your situation by whatever you can see. And so, like, I would know people that I was in treatment with by, by their drug of choice, right? And so, okay. I, so I, was, I would make my, my judgments or my understanding on whether the person was, like, a straight alcoholic, which I couldn't understand because alcohol, was, alcohol yeah. to me was, I mean, it, it would do in a pinch, but it was not, it didn't really do it for me. You know, it was like, I, I definitely, I got started with alcohol, but... But then you'd you'd run into the people like me who are mainly into opiates and and pharmaceuticals and and yeah. I always thought like and then okay then there are people that were into cocaine and everyone always said oh people who are into cocaine they never can get clean they never they never get better except that I knew people who did you know so it's it's first off you when you don't know anything you run with the stereotypes and that's what I did and I always felt like the opiate people that I knew were like me. They were doing pharmaceuticals and they were mostly physicians and nurses and stuff where they were diverting from their situation. So I didn't run into a ton of them that were like quote unquote street addicts. And I'm sure that's what you see and are dealing with. Yeah, more than likely. I think they start with kind of like Percocet and stuff like that. And then it gets too expensive. So they switch over to heroin. Unfortunately, I've been seeing a lot of it. And then meth is usually in the mix too. So yeah, and you know it's tragic but it keeps me in business so well it is i mean the meth thing does keep you in business in reality right. that's like that no, they put the with the heroin it's more of like a neglect issue yeah i think they just stop taking care of their teeth yep. but with the meth, with meth it like wipes them out at the gum line yeah, yeah with meth i mean there's there's a lot going on <laughs> with the addiction but it's also just caustic nasty stuff that they're oh my word. like we're talking 25 root tips and three minutes kind of thing, you know, <laughs> I will, so I will say that. Out. I, it's, <laughs> I, the root tips, the root tips are the greatest thing. That's ever. My dream. I've got a case on Instagram. Where this guy had it like, I don't know, 30 root tips and I'm not sure it was from, but it was like my, my dream case. Well, cause the other thing is the impressioning is the, for the immediate is pretty easy, right? You don't have to make a lot of guesses as to, <laughs> as to where it's it. going to end yeah. up. It's sort of beautiful. Yes, yeah, it's basically a you know brand new dentist, so he's he's ready to roll. It was so, a good case. So tell me about tell me about when this patient comes in. Uh-huh. What do they tell you? Do they just say, I, "Oh my gosh, look at my teeth," or do they do you did get into it with them? Say, "So what happened? What's going on? What can I do for you?" I'm I'm curious to hear. Like, what's your interaction with that patient? Yeah, so we kind of focus on dentures. Uh, and if people come in, I mean, dentures is in our name. So if they come in, they're kind of looking for either a partial or a full denture. So, you know, I don't beat around the bush or anything. We just kind of look at what, ah, what we they're can do some, We can do are. some sealants on you. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could walk in and be like, how much care credit do you have? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like flat out ask him from off the bat. Yeah. That would be that would be amazing. But everyone who comes in usually needs a denture, which is awesome. So we kind of focus on the immediates, um, but we do a lot of replacement dentures too, mm-hmm. and some implant work. But I was doing more implants in Colorado, that's for sure, because I think it was a retiree community sure, here. Sure. A lot of immediates and replacement dentures and full mouth extractions. So it's a different game. So when, you, so when you walk in and it's clear that the person probably has some kind of a drug thing going on. 
Uh-huh. How do you how do you deal with that? Like, is, do you not deal with that? Because I mean, part of it is if you're doing a bunch of surgery and you kind of need to know these things. How do you I mean, broach that subject? I'm I'm super interested. off in the chair. I just flat out ask them, you know, what they took. Yeah. Uh, usually, you know, they'll I'll just ask them, or they'll say they're an AA or something like that, and we'll start talking about it. So okay. I'm pretty open about it, and yeah. you know, I don't really have any judgment. But I don't think I'll work on active users. Well, yeah, you try. I mean, honestly, you can't know for sure. But yeah, the the, the old dozing off in the chair thing is either sleep apnea or narcotics or both, which was the case with me last week. Not yeah. not not me as a person, but the person I was working on. It's it's really hard to it's really hard to get an impression when the patient is asleep. Really, do you think those sleep apnea appliances actually work? I think I think that I think that they do for the right person. I don't think they work for everyone. I think I think even the guys teaching it would admit that. But. The other thing yeah. is, is that a lot of people, since since the medical community doesn't really, they treat with, they have one option, and it's a CPAP. Um, yeah. And then if that doesn't, the CPAPs apparently people don't like to wear them. I, this, no, they I hate mean, them, so but they work. I mean, they, they, I think they do work. But like, if your compliance is done, basically, blood pressure medication works too. But you'll still die of a heart attack if you don't take the medication, which is real, by the way. What the hell is that all about? Like, real talk, Alan. Me. I know, right? This is. <laughs> But how how often do you get them in the chair and you're ready to do surgery? You take their blood pressure and they're like what's, they're what's like your cutoff? what's it? My my cutoff is I won't do over a, a diastolic of 100. I won't do over the lower numbers 100. I won't do it. Yeah, that's probably a good shot. What do you do? Because you um, see, the, I'll bet you see that multiple times a day. It's hard. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> is that is that with meth on board or not on board? That's the- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly, all all of my patients smoke cigarettes. Sure. So. You know, their blood pressures tend to be a little bit high. Yeah. But my new partner, he's a little bit more judicious about it. So if it's a difficult case, I send it to him. Well, yeah, but you've been you've been doing it. You've been doing it for a while too. So what what happens is when you get me who does one or two full mouth extractions in a year, maybe I'm more likely to crap my pants about that than yeah. than I mean, someone who if you if you take a ton of teeth out, you get a better understanding of who's at risk and who's not. I think. Yeah. I've only had a handful of people we've had to refer for issues, but I've got a lot of good oral surgeons in the area That's I work good. with, which is really good. nice. That's really yeah. good. Um, so, so you're, you, you don't, you know, basically you just have a patient base where you feel like there's a lot of drug use. You don't have a lot of face-to-face understanding yes. of, of heroin. And, you know, it's not, it's not like people are telling you, oh, I shoot this up and this is what I do all day. No, nothing like that. But I think it's, it's kind of obvious sometimes when, sure. you know, 23 year old guy comes in and his teeth are wiped out he he tells me about it so so what do you do what do you do for people who are who are on okay i i i ranted about this in another podcast about how oh, i feel like methadone it methadone and it was, and, and it, was it was the dental hacks podcast i think last week i'm i'm frustrated because like if we I, pay for it huh we're paying for more drugs that's my issue i know right but the other thing is it's not it's not solving the problem if you take no. them off their methadone they're gonna go find heroin I mean, like, sure. It's not. Yeah, it's not like the methadone is solving the problem. The methadone is keeping them from having withdrawal. Withdrawal sucks. It's, I can say that with experience. Withdrawal sucks. If you've ever you had, if you've had, ever had diarrhea for like four and a half months straight, that's <laughs> that's that's what withdrawal feels like. I can say that from from experience. I mean, it it sucks, but it's better. Like, imagine this. I'm 15 years, almost 16 years off opiates. Right. Like awesome. what? Ha- what happens? I don't. I don't even want the pat on the back. What happens if instead of that, <laughs> I had been required to do methadone every day for fifteen years? Is that? I mean, is that reasonable? Is that? Is that? Is that any kind of life? What if you wanted to go on vacation? What if you wanted to have? I mean, 
why do why is that like what the government is pushing for treatment that i'm sorry it pisses me off to tell you the truth is it just that they don't have any faith that the people who have this problem can can actually have an abstinence-based lifestyle that's my question yeah that's the problem um yes they can but not if you're going to pay for it through the state so it's going to be it's a nasty cycle i didn't see it in colorado man it like totally opened my eyes here well it is, why I wonder why it's such a Midwestern slash Appalachian thing. You know, it's like a it's huge in Illinois. I mean, like the whole state of Illinois. I saw a map the other day and they had like heroin all over the state and then Chicago on the upper right side. And like Illinois is pretty big, too. So, oh, man, that's that. it's it's funny because I know it's the cheapest thing available. Probably. Yeah. My guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, man. And man. then they're mixing it with fentanyl. So it's even stronger. Yeah. So. And then now car fentanyl, apparently, which is they give to elephants, is out there. So like a grain of rice would kill kill someone. Yeah. It sounds uh, to me like, too, that with the, the the idea is that they don't they're getting stuff and they don't even know what's in it. So so exactly. someone and that's why there's this apparently there's a rash of overdoses. Yeah, it's crazy. So my partner and I the other day were looking up names for heroin and there's one that's called Black Death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, why would you take black death? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these aren't people that maybe have have a history of making awesome choices anyhow. So maybe black death just sounds badass, right? Yeah, that's true. So they're like, they think it's black Sabbath or something. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, the word death is in it. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I I would probably call it an epidemic in the Midwest. It's getting out of hand. I don't know if any... Any of the states are really handling it the right way, but I, yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like the idea that we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and pay for treatment for you to take another medication that will make it so you don't feel as bad coming off this medication, but we're gonna pay for that for forever, essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, I mean, and the other thing is, is that as as long as you're doing methadone, you could always just go back to heroin when you're if you're, uh, you know, if you want to make your wife feel bad or make, I mean, the, the bottom line is a lot of these people are not like. I'm frustrated because like, and I only say it because I went through it the absence-based way, which sucked. I'm not going to tell you it was like a walk in the park. It was not. But it works. Super. Well, it can work. If you want it to work, it can work. That's the other thing. If you, if you don't want to stop, you're not going to stop. That's just that's how it, the problem. That's a lot thing. of people don't want to stop. And I, th- I think especially with meth, I've seen a lot too. Is like they just relapse like crazy and yeah. eventually they just kind of lose it all. So it's, 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 it's frustrating it's because, because we don't, it, we don't, our expectations are so low for these people that that we don't, you know, we we just offer them these half-assed solutions that are that are not like like in the long term. I like I said, I can't imagine having to have been on methadone for fifteen years. It's insane. Yeah, it's a lot. And, so. and I mean, I I probably sound kind of snarky about that, but it's I'm I'm just like I'm blown away by it's the fact that this is what. Yeah, I know I can do it. I can do whatever I, I want. I can to- say bad words and everything. Seriously, I listen to every single podcast you've ever done, and you need to get more snarky and use bad words. <laughs> okay, good. If I had, to, I'll take that comments. under advisement, sir. No, I'm just kidding. And then sell out to some big corporation. There we That's- go. I'm thinking I'm going to sell out to. I'm thinking one of the companies that makes cereal, oh, like uh, maybe yeah, Kellogg's cool. or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, know. I don't know why. Tiger? Except I think that'd be. I think that'd be really cool to sell out to a completely non-dental. <laughs> I love Tony the Tiger. Just exactly. Like, I want. I want a corner uh, office in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. Hell yeah! <laughs> overlooking, overlooking the state of Michigan that I can podcast. That's Let's what I want. 
I'm I like changing the focus to your podcast today too, because heroin is kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I think I think we may have we may have had enough <laughs> of the like heroin the most talk. Depressing part of your podcast you've ever had in your whole life. <laughs> well, it's pretty close, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's okay. Still drugs right. are bad, okay? That's it's uh, totally relevant. Don't yeah. do drugs, kids. Don't do. <laughs> dare to be different. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like that in Colorado. It's like a totally different world. When I stepped off the plane, man, I noticed people were smoking cigarettes, too, which they don't smoke in Colorado. Um, and I was like, holy cow, people still smoke cigarettes? And I think like 25% of the state still smokes. So. It is. I mean, we we have a lot of that in Michigan. In my area, we still have a lot of people that smoke. But it is funny. It's like a West Coast phenomenon. Um, you don't. Mm-hmm. You just don't see people smoke that much out there. It's, I know. You're like, ew, gross. But... I mean, I can think. Show. I can think of worse things, man. I can. <laughs> that's that's probably that's probably great, right? Hey, like I I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it. Mm-hmm. So Indiana's cool. We got corn. We got basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Mitch Daniels over mm-hmm. at Purdue mm-hmm. kicking ass. Mm-hmm. So. We got cigarettes, Mountain Dew. <laughs> I keep telling people Indianapolis is the new Nashville. So I'm just putting that out there. So you're you're <laughs> you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be on the tourism poster for Indy. Mm-hmm. I love so it. Indianapolis is a great town. It's a good town. Do three one seven, yeah. NCA <laughs> headquarters. We got the Final Four. Yeah, like it's 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 really growing. I went to St. Louis a couple of weeks ago for a Cardinals game mm-hmm. with our oldest, and I was like, man, downtown is dead. And like it's kind of scary. And somebody got shot and killed on the train at like nine o'clock at night. Oh wow! During, during the game, yeah, it's probably worse than Detroit. Wow. Yeah, well, that's that's saying something. <laughs> I know. So. You don't hang out downtown very often. No, I, I was really last time I was last time I was there for any period of time. I actually gave a talk to dental uh, students at the University of Detroit. Oh, and, that's um, cool. It was it was a couple of years ago, and and I have to say the University of Detroit Dental School is awesome. It is amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful really? in there. But like I I let my I let my GPS get me there, and yeah, there were sure. there were a few times on the way there that I didn't stop at stop signs. I was just saying it was. It, I felt like I felt like it was sort of an. Uh, uh, maybe a, a sound stage for for the living dead kind of thing. It was kind of a, it was a. I mean, it was no one was around, so I guess in that way. But but there were a lot of like burnt out cars and just empty lots and stuff. It was pretty creepy down there. It's I mean, that's a denture office. Yeah, exactly. That's my I've demo, heard. man. That's where I'm at. That's you just hit like nine of my favorite things: <laughs> empty lots, burned out cars. Check. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, methadone clinics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, bro. I'm just gonna start following the methadone clinics. Yeah. Like, it's not terrible, but it's perfect. Well, it probably is, and and actually, let's be frank. You're doing them a service. Like I am, and like, they need help. I talked to a cardiologist last weekend at a birthday party, and he practices for a big, I don't know, hospital because mm-hmm. they all the cardiology practices but he's over in western indiana quite a bit and he was like holy cow i did stent on a 19 year old last week oh, God. yeah from meth and oh. he was like just blew it out from meth and i was like holy shit. that is was, nuts yeah so anyway he was like i've got all these people who need you know all their teeth taken out and stuff and he was like and they can't afford to do it with the oral surgery at the hospital he was like give me some business cards and i was like yes i can do that yeah well i mean the story is yeah you can you can say oh i would never do a denture clinic but let's be honest that is a a segment of the population and frankly a pretty big segment where you are that you're doing a huge service for them you know maybe someday they get their life together and they'll they'll go ahead and go to justin moody and (laughs) Get, yeah. And get full zirconia, but in the meantime, they got uh, every, infected stumps of teeth in their head. You know, you got to do oh, something. Moody is hilarious. He's the best. I'm gonna do his podcast. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah. He said I had to drink Fireball whiskey, but I don't drink a lot anymore. Yeah. So 
and then we're going to record it like nine in the morning. So I was like, dude, I think I'll you know, sit out on the whiskey. Maybe, maybe not fireball for <laughs> that like, particular one. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I was, just, I was just listening. He's, he'll be, he'll be good with you because he's, he's a, uh, he's surgical based and he does a lot of implants, a lot of surgery. So you guys will have a lot to talk about. Trying to hit him up for a free course, but he's he's tough. He's playing hardball. Uh, so. That's all right. You keep working him. We'll work him. I was like, I, I'd be he, interested to know he if he I sees the same kinds. Of, I wonder if he sees the same kind of stuff that you do. Like, I wonder if he sees. Uh, I think he's got like six practices. Yeah, I'm he's sure. he's in Nebraska and South Dakota. I'm wondering if the like the no, same kind of football, So I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wonder yeah. is the drug scene that big in the in the like the. Further west, Nebraska, and in yeah. or cigarettes too. Yeah, Mountain <laughs> Dew truck. I, I call it truck stop mouth. It's like Mountain Dew cigarettes, like you know tobacco things like that. Like it's terrible. Actually, Shanks a lot. You know Shanks a lot from sure. downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. I got him some respect right now because he came up with truck stop mouth, and I love him. It is. So, it is. It is maybe like, the best term I've ever heard for it's it. It's my spirit guide. Yeah. You know, I've got him. <laughs> I've got you, and then I've got like Don. Those are my three spare yeah, guys. Exactly, exactly. And by Don, he means Don Kulingowski, who's been on the dental hacks a million times. I She's have been. amazingly not gotten her on the Alamy experience yet, so I have to do that. Oh, really? For sure. You yeah, should. I know. You should talk about like uh, stress management. We just we just talked about we last night we did a um, a brain trust with Don and Suzanne Robinson and oh, really? uh, and Melissa and Jason and I did one. And on, and it was on conflict resolution and and uh, how'd that go? I saw, did you use any of my questions? Yeah, we did. We we did. I think you, you got name dropped. But the story yes. is, is like the 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 short answer is uh, conflict resolution. The answers are all the same no matter what the conflict is, and it has to do with it has to do with you being a good leader. Yeah, They they were basically they really it was really good information, but it requires you to take a good hard look at yourself, and so I think that's oh, the limiting really? factor. Yeah, if you're not if you're not interested in that, self <laughs> self inventory. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not sure that I'm not. I think it works when people are willing to do that. Yeah, should have yeah. had me on. I would have ripped on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good at taking other people's inventories really better than myself i'm i'm did you I'll, guys cover like what to do when someone's spouse stands up and threatens you with a lawsuit over a, a replacement denture i did we did not get quite oh, that specific because i've done that multiple times yeah so there's we, a, did, we did talk about spouses a little bit though i mean like the idea that that or spot or the or the uh 35 year old whose mom comes into the the uh yeah. appointment with them yeah we talked a little bit about that Oh, cool! I'll listen to it. What's the yeah, what's the, a, what's the what's your solution to that? I, I none oh, of us really had the solution. Yeah, this is money. So, like, there in Indy, there's a defense attorney right across the street. So I always tell him just to go ask him if he would take the case. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a one stop <laughs> one stop shopping. Like, yeah. I'm so soft. I usually end up just giving a refund if we can't get this the case straightened out. Yeah, because we only have a handful. We can't really rock. Sure. So okay, so I was so, just talking. I was just talking to what, what I saw. Uh, can we talk about me, Alan? Yes, I think we should talk about you. I came much. on here to talk about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm listening. Actually, let's, let me interview you for the rest of the podcast. Okay, okay, interview right. me. What do you What do you need to know about me? Start with your earliest memory. <laughs> um, I was wearing a Cub Scout shirt, and then it got. Got awkward. Yeah, then it got awkward, and no pants. <laughs> Interestingly, I, I don't was in college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't really remember much prior to my junior year. Where'd um, you go to college? I went to Miami University of Ohio. Oh yeah, like J Crew University. Yeah. You're like yeah. wearing a knit sweater. Yeah. 
Oh, I was, they, I was, I was, I was by walk. by relative standards, I was very crunchy. I was, I was quite <laughs> the environmentalist, and that, that that didn't happen at Miami University very often. I actually was was really involved in it. This is this is really good. I don't know if I've ever said this on any podcast. I was really involved in a group at Miami University called Mourn, Miami Oxford Rainforest Network. So I was I was really into saving the rainforest. Uh, so uh, in in, in, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, uh, hey, it's. It wasn't necessarily a local issue. I was more globally thinking because there wasn't a lot of rainforest to save in, in Oxford, Ohio. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you you have a good heart. You're a good person. But I did wear hiking boots and flannel shirts, so that made me very crunchy for Miami of Ohio. Bro, Birkenstocks. Yeah, hike, yeah, yeah, yeah hiking boots I, or Birkenstocks, yeah. My wife just bought a pair for me. Okay. I'm like, they're the best. Uh, they're, you gonna, and, do you wear them with wool socks? Um, not yet, but um, I'm cool again, so I'm rocking the Birkenstocks. There you go. So. There you go. And I just can't do the Doc Martens, though. That's too much. <laughs> I think I think a denture guy with oh, Do- Doc Martens, I kind of like that. It's got sort of that. It's got that. I scrubs, though. That'd be awesome, though. Scrubs and Doc Martens. You come in and maybe have like a leather bracelet. That's a kind of badass idea. It is. Like, it is because you could. I mean, leather. You can wipe blood off leather easy. I mean, that's super easy to clean. <laughs> So, but but it also stuff. it also lets the patient know that you're you're kind of one of them. You're a badass for sure. Yeah, Doc for Martens sure. and leather. I mean, you don't have to have spikes on the bracelet. You could, but you don't have to. Yeah, I should start wearing like aprons. Yeah. <laughs> aprons, aprons that are not well cleaned actually would be good. Like, I mean, you can sterilize them, but you kind of want some of the stains in there. For sure, it doesn't set, have to look set. like a. It doesn't have to look like a butcher apron, but it could. <laughs> Yeah, for real. There's a company I love called Headley and Bennett, and they do like the coolest aprons. So I'll just start wearing those. I don't know, man. That'd be sweet. They're the ones doing that Instagram thing I was telling you about that school of hustles. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's dig into that because you are you are an Instagram dentist, and I I, I'm not gonna lie you. Dentist don't understand Instagram. You know that. I mean, it's hard because like you can't take pictures of your class one fillings unless you're like dismissed. Yeah, you know? <laughs> there's a few that you're can, but yeah, not not many of us. Don't waste your time. Is that a thumbprint I see in the photo? Yeah. Seriously, unless you're a prosthodontist, I wouldn't even mess with it. Yeah. So, so the the best the best thing to do is the people you follow and the people that you know are really it's it's. Stuff that you can photograph, and a lot of it's lab work in your case, right? You're, you, yeah, you can sure. photograph lab work. I mean, patients will give you consent too, but I know that lab work is sort of your, your go-to. Um, it is, yeah, and you can't really run patient pictures on Facebook or Instagram anymore for ads, so I've really gotten off of it and kind of focused on just all the work and the dentures and wax-ups and finishes and things like that. So I, I'm kind of sw- switching more to trying to take videos and stuff but i'm not that like into myself so i can't like film myself talking about dentures all day you know i feel like people would hate me more (laughs) (laughs) they already hate me like a lot i mean there's there's a fair amount of hate and then just like all the denture talk they might hate you more so yeah definitely but we love them back so kill them with kindness yeah but yeah they're putting on this whole like workshop thing and it's called school of hustle and it's Mm -hmm. like a camp and it's so hipster i mean it's they have like a panel discussion and workshops and scavenger hunts and you get like a one-on-one with some of the pros so if i win they're only inviting 200 people um but i've been talking to them on instagram quite a bit and i think we got a shot so it'd be really cool because the the lady janet hayes from williams sonoma she's going to be there and Mm -hmm. she's one of they have counselors so it's this whole like summer camp thing and it's guess where it is um 
I don't know. It's got it's got to be hipster. California, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, it would be either Colorado or California, right? Uh-huh. But um, Janet Hayes from William Sonoma will be there, and then the Bando lady, Jen Gotch, she's going to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm not too familiar with them, but I think they sell like everything. They're huge. And then the dry bar person's there too. Um, I forget their name, but like it's a spa and they're national, so it would be so cool. Which I mean, I whenever I hear the word hustle attached to um, anything that's that's like like entrepreneurial, I automatically assume hipster. So that's I mean, um, the, the, I'm. I think hustle is a great thing, but the word is the word is has a in my brain hustle shows up as a certain thing. Yeah, I'm a hustler, so I'd like to show up in a camera. Yeah, cool. no, I mean, but my question is, can you make like artisan dentures? Um, yeah, I think so. Can can you can you Better make like than anyone else in Indy? I know, right? It's what, but I mean, like, how do you how can you market them as artisans so you can bring in that mm-hmm. crew? Like like hand, uh, hand yeah. handmade is good. Handmade is good. Like um, small batch. Yeah. Small batch dentures, which I'm I think doing. Is, it. Yeah, I'm, if I get in, I'm going to post a bunch of pictures on your Facebook page. <laughs> okay. Like Alan, Alan Mead didn't think I could do this. No, I'm serious. I but I I want to know like like what is what I do have to say. I mean, like it's sort of one of those um, like idea incubator things. Clearly, if they're only inviting a certain number of people, what would you hope to get out of it? Um, I would like to learn from William Sonoma. <laughs> Anything. Does does William Sonoma serve a lot of people that do meth? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, but they're so big on Instagram, bro. Okay. Like all these companies, the company, the apron company has like eighty thousand followers. Okay. And I, think, I don't even think they have a website. I think you have to like email them to get one of their aprons. I love that they have. They have almost so much contempt. I want to do the, that for ventures. I just but my, I, my partner says no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> so you put. Like, but you're the Instagram denture guy, so I mean, this is this is you. This is this is where it's at. We're trying, yeah. So we're getting there, but we see a lot of cases, so it's nice. So I actually have a consult that just got here, and I'm doing a treatment plan right now. Okay. So I may have to take a minute off. Sure. No, we're almost, hey, we're actually close to done anyhow. So it's a matter of what's... oh, for real. Yeah. I want to talk about Instagram, bro. Okay. Well, let's 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 dig into Instagram for as long as you can. Do you want to pause now, or do you want to talk about Instagram? Um, let me pause it now and give me like five, ten minutes tops. I'll okay. be right back. Okay. Is that cool? Yep. I'm so sorry, Al. That's all right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. So you just did a consult in a wax try in, in like, it was like three minutes or something. I'm, if you want to record the consult, I can walk you through it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's not, I mean, we're recording now, so you can tell us everything. Oh, I am? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I am on record. <laughs> <laughs> on record as doing the consult. Okay, so if, tell me, how did you get into Instagram and what is why, why should dentists be paying uh, attention to Instagram. Like what's um, they're taking over most of Facebook stuff, man, because it's all fit, you know picture based, yeah. and video based. So I think a lot of people are on there now and, and kind of getting off of Facebook. Because I've been doing Facebook since I think they started in 2012, uh, running ads, and I've been doing it ever since then, and it's changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gotten progressively more expensive, like a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, Al, I would run like nasty cases with like before and after pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't I, let you do anything like that on Facebook. I anymore. would pay like a penny a click, dude. Mm-hmm. And we built so many likes. I don't even think you could do it now without spending, I don't know, like half a million dollars. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, exactly. It's it's going to screw all the small businesses because it's getting so expensive. Well, but that, I mean, that was built into the that was built into it. I think, though, I mean, like There's once some, they realized, yeah. once they realized that, I mean, like, okay, so um, 
groups are different than pages a lot, but when you have a page, like I found like there was a time when you could really get a lot of attention for like blog posts and stuff like that. And now it get yeah. like, I would just post blog posts on my personal page. Cause I had, I had a bunch of different friends that have like, but I'll tell you what, that gets nowhere unless you pay them. <laughs> like, like I, they just, just doesn't get in front of people unless you pay them. Oh, yes, yeah, seriously. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, you used to just post it and everybody would see a picture of your denture, but now you have to pay for everyone mm-hmm. to see your denture. So and, they get, and they get to judge whether or not it's the right thing to put up and they're, you know, before oh, and after know. cases or not. Or the, the best is the unrealistic, happen. unrealistic body expectations or something like that. I'm like, dude, it's a f-ing denture. It's, <laughs> how, how is it unrealistic? They're wearing it. <laughs> nice about it yeah. like hey excuse me that's a denture and yeah. they'll still deny it so they've got like 10 different clauses plastic surgery is one that they really push a lot and like any body modification pictures they're all over now deanna miller and i were talking about it because she does dentures too but i think they have like robots that seek out like my photos now mm-hmm. <laughs> i've had so many denied it's like terminator you, oh, have, you have a you have a robot assigned to you I what is that. it, Building 8, where, like, all the geniuses work for Facebook? <laughs> like, invents everything? They're working on, like, robots right now. You know they are. Yeah. They're going to show up in your practice. Those guys are not dentists. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're so, doing, like, honestly, they're doing artificial intelligence stuff right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing, although we have so, I mean, there, it feels like the... The general world doesn't have any like regular intelligence, really. So artificial intelligence seems like such overkill, right? It's, it's the start of Terminator. I, yeah, like, I know. I know. Terminator needs to be president right now. Exactly. What what day? What day? I agree. I agree, really. And and are we working on time travel? Because yeah, I feel like I, don't I feel like boards. yeah. Like from Back to the Future, we should have flying cars by now. They I'm laid serious. it out easily. <laughs> we do have Biff. Actually, though, we, we seem to have Biff as president. So that part is that part has become. But he relative. doesn't have the book. That's the problem. No, like, I know. And that's right. Don't when give Donald Trump time travel. Good God. Don't do it. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, don't even go there. I feel, like, I feel like that's a it would turn time. back to the future into like a, a documentary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's oh, what it should have been like. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, what a great movie. But yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So so okay so Facebook has become really expensive to to market on in the same way that I would you used say, like, to. Really expensive. I still do it. I think everyone should still do it. But I think it's changed so much since 2012, and like it has just got progressively more complicated. Mm-hmm. And unless you have like a huge following now, it's going to be more and more expensive to get a lot of likes and follows and things. Well, like the other that. thing though, the other thing though is the the huge following is sort of is sort of misleading sometimes because. The huge following of someone who has done it in sort of an inauthentic way is always yeah. really obvious because, like, you could see someone who's got a whole bunch of likes, even if it's a dentist or it's a podcast or whatever, they've got, you know, thousands and thousands of likes, yet, like, if they post something, they get almost no interaction. And then there's McCall. who yeah, you, for- you could post a picture of your hand and you'd have, like, 13,000 likes and you'd have, you'd, have, you'd have about 200 rednecks talking about your hangnail. <laughs> And, but I mean, but that's the difference between interaction and you know real followers and followers that have been built through either buying them or or just using a technique to. I mean, you can get people in you know what uh, a lot of it is is like click farms in Siberia or something oh, like that really? or whatever. I no, mean, like, we didn't do any of that. But all of my stuff's local, and then like my mom likes every picture because she's hilarious. I love so. that. I love that. Yeah, it's cool. Facebook's really like come 
come a long way though with like monitoring your ads and watching everything like now when you get messages it'll point like which ad it went to and like record everything so it's so it's so genius so i think you still have to do it but i think there's going to be a big big push towards instagram so i would start getting your followers now if you can so uh, okay so instagram followers the easiest way to do it is is put content up that mm-hmm. that is congruent with what you're doing but make it interesting basically i think start- so yeah, or like take video of your staff and stuff and like really show off your office if you got a really sweet office. Like mm-hmm. just get on there because I think it's going to be big or it is big. I mean, I was looking at where like all my messages came from today and we're drawing people from like Fort Wayne and Gary and Oak Park. Like I had a lady fly in from New York because she found us on Instagram. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I had four people yesterday mention it in their consultations. Like, because we do a free consult for dentures. Mm-hmm. And like four of the people mentioned Instagram and I was like, holy cow, because it used to be Facebook only. I mean, it still is, but like it used to be only Facebook. Wow. So 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 basically you're not there's no secret to it. You just need to be consistent and putting out interesting content and start getting content. Content is the key. And then if you want to talk about email marketing, we can too, but you got to build up a list and it's a pain in the ass. I I don't I I'm so I know that. Since I've been podcasting for a while, that's they always talk about the money's in the email list, and I don't, yeah. I just don't understand it very well. Uh, I mean, for like big companies, where like Amazon, where you have return customers, mm-hmm. I think it would be huge. Like, hey, also buy this thing you were looking at, you know? Like, it's genius. But for like dentists, it's probably more annoying than anything. Yeah, because I, I mean, like, let's face it, my email box is full of stuff that I have, whether I realize it or not, I've opted into, and it's just junk mail. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be that junk mail guy. Yeah, for sure. Your boy Sean likes it. What's his last name? I can never pronounce oh, it. Oh, Van- Sean Vandeweyer. Yeah, he's all over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but he, he actually understands it, where I think most dentists like to pretend we understand it, but don't. <laughs> he's a smart dude. How many offices does he have well, now? I think, he's got, I think he's got two. Baller. But yeah, it's. But I think what's interesting about it is he his passion. I think he likes doing dentistry. I think he really likes figuring out these different, uh, this kind of stuff. He's definitely keyed oh, really? into it. Yeah, he's... He's and, and it's what's funny. I he was my first guest on the Alameda Experience, and he was he was oh, great. Really? But what's what's really funny is this is relatively new to him too. It's not like it's oh, not really? like he was he was running an Apple IIc, you know, back yeah. in the eighties or anything. He's just he's sort of just figuring stuff out. It's really it's really cool. I love watching his stuff. But I, I have to I, I have to say I don't understand how his brain works. He's like he's like next level smart. Yeah, he is a cool guy. That's really neat. You should branch off. Can you start? interviewing like athletes and stuff something cool yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to it more. i like can sports you ball Sorry. where you, you're in michigan who's up there um i can't even think hockey players that might be cool yeah yeah and they're mo- more <laughs> likely to have lost teeth it's perfect they're missing teeth all day i know yes. right they're... yeah buddy. listen man we have been going for like 46 minutes or something like oh, that's that a long time yeah okay. that's a long time for this show so you know what We'll have to have you on again. This was a blast, Ryan. I, I, oh, cool. If anything, I just I just essentially laugh my head off most of the time, so that was I good. It. Yeah, it was nice to talk to you. All right, so we'll have you on again, and thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Al. Take care, man. If you have any questions for me about the Allen Meat Experience, email me at Allen, A-L-A-N, at the Allen Meat Experience. Go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and give us a review. We're trying to get the word out so people can uh, check out my new thing here. Uh, Really appreciate that. And we will talk to you again soon.